Woodhouse offers confidence as your trusted auto partner. With 18 brands and 16 convenient full-service dealerships, you can easily shop the latest models, discover a pre-owned vehicle that meets your list of must-haves, or conveniently maintain your current vehicle. And our knowledgeable and local team is ready to help, providing you the solutions to get you on the road faster, whether online at woodhouse.com or in person. Experience the difference with Woodhouse, a trusted auto partner since 1975. Hello and to the personal branding playbook. I got a very special Richard. Um, this is one of the few people I know that I've met that is in fashion, um, specifically men's fashion. And I couldn't wait to interview this guy because I have a lot of questions that I don't think are really talked about a lot from a personal branding, a business perspective, and just overall image. Um, I think that because the world has gone so digital, um, people like Richard are still super important because he specializes in um, this area of fashion and appearance. So, uh, Richard, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you for having me. This is definitely an honor. So, first of all, what made you get into fashion? Because I know that's, like, really different (laughs) <laughs> it's not the usual thing entrepreneurs do, you know? Um, so what made you say, you know, fashion is my thing. That's my lane. Man, you know, fashion was not what the plan was originally. Um, and in short, like I used to be a funeral director. That's what I went to school for. Um, but how I really got into fashion will start at the beginning is in high school, jock fashion, sweats, you know, did not look good. I ended up dating this girl uh, who was a lawyer. We were in college, so we were going to a lot of events. Um, and that's when I started dressing better. Uh, <laughs> like the response that I got. And from there, it was kind of like a wrap. Um, and then the business of fashion, you know, didn't come. I had an online coffee business that I was running for a while. Got out of that. And I wanted a business that was more inherent to me. So I started going to, a, well, I already was going to just a lot of events. I always loved to dress just from, I guess, college on. Uh, and so people already kind of knew and would ask me like, oh, where do you shop? Like, I like what you're wearing. And so I was like, oh, yo, I could sell this. Uh, and that's kind of wow. how my journey, you know, started. I love that. I love how you kind of went away from what was the norm and went into your own thing. What you want to do. That's entrepreneur energy right there, man. That is an entrepreneur move to just say, forget what everybody else is doing. What's normal. I'm going my way. I I think that's really important though. Um, So how do you feel about the trends in fashion right now for specifically for entrepreneurs, because everybody's digital and virtual. So it's like, It was super important uh, based on you know, your appearance and everything because most of our calls are like this. Oh, it's just yeah. we working like this now. <laughs> <laughs> now, and honestly, um, and I'll joke with people that I'm either, you know, clients that I'm shopping for and they're like, oh, well, what do I need to buy this for? I'm like, yo, you still got to go to the grocery store. Um, <laughs> so, you know, seen even if it's by less right now. Um, but appearance is always one of those indicators, uh, shortcuts when we're judging people, like it or not, that's just one of those evils that we got to deal with. So putting your best foot forward, uh, unless you have already made it in your trust fund, baby, is always something that should be important to you. Man, I hear you. Cause I can say 
I judge people. I'm going to be very honest. I'm going to judge you. <laughs> I am judging you. <laughs> I think Fact. we all do, but very few of us want to admit it and be honest, but we judge exactly. people. You, you kind of have to. I think it, it's safe to judge people. You kind of have to. Um, like if I'm going into a business meeting with somebody and they come in there with shorts on and flip-flops, it's just a different kind of look. And I know that might be that might be what's normal for some people, but it's right. not really how I personally would conduct myself in business meetings. And, you know, um, even with people in their hair and stuff, when they come into Zoom calls, it's like you still have to be presentable in some kind of way. Right. Uh, you know, a funny thing is and that will change depending on what your industry is, depending on what um and, and what your brand is. So if your brand is shorts and a t-shirt, like, you know, Eric Thomas, the speaker, n- number one motivational speaker in the world, you will never see him in a suit and tie. He says he hates it. Um, but it's always been True. his brand to be in just a t-shirt and a ball cap. You know, it's still presentable, but that is his brand and he's built it off of that. So those are your leeways. All right, all right. So now let's get into some of the specifics about you. So when you provide this service to, um, well, first of all, how does service work? I, let's say I'm an entrepreneur and I, I'm a public right. I'm on stage a lot. I'm going to events. Is it like you're going to show me how to dress for being on stage and when I'm working the hallways or are you just going to give me a few little subtle details here and there? Um, and I got, like I've worked with clients on all of those levels. Um, some people will come to me just for, Hey, I need something for an event. Uh, some people like I just did worked with a client who's an architect and he's has two magazine spreads and he's doing one for rebranding his business for his website. So I had to get him ready for two shoots. So I went over, I did a closet edit of basically everything he owned, everything he had. Um, and then we put some looks together, some stuff we had to shop for, some pieces he already had, and just kind of told him like, all right, this is what you can do. This is how you can project the image that he wanted for the clientele that he was trying to attract. Man, I like that. You you just gonna look at the whole closet and say, this is trash, <laughs> that's good. All of you this know, gotta go. Like, it, it, hey, that is intense. You, that, especially as that men, sounds like it's something a lot of people need, men especially. <laughs> yeah, like like we are hoarders in our closet or we're like minimalists so we got like two t-shirts from high school and a button-up that we bought for a funeral and like that's it that that is facts man that is and i was a victim of that um i can say recently i put a little more effort into it because i'm just getting more i'm getting out there a little more got different coats and different styles so what about the lazy entrepreneur it's like look i don't want to go shopping at all here's this money go get me something to make me look good is that something you do as well Hundred percent. For most people that they think, oh, personal shopping isn't necessarily needed, especially as men. Men don't like to shop, so this is actually like a true stat. Don't quote me on the number, but it's close. Um, but it's around eighty percent of women actually shop for men. Uh, so we don't even shop for ourselves, like most of the time. Like we pass it off from the girlfriend. Well, it starts off with our mother dressing us. Then it goes to the girlfriend that we're with. Then it just passes on to our wife. And then, you know, we might never step into a store like again after marriage. So if you value your time, if you don't know what you're looking for, just give it to a professional. Um, we'll give you everything that 
you are looking for the image, the whatever your brand is or your industry, and we'll go put some looks together and it takes the, the guesswork and thinking out of it. I love that. I love that. So uh, do you, um, well, let's talk about the don'ts. Let's talk about the don'ts for entrepreneurs because most of the people listening are business owners. A lot of them are getting on stage and speaking. They're going to events. Right. They're going to meetings. So what are the don'ts for those? Just give me one thing that specifically men got to stop wearing. Mm, man, honestly, I think, and, and you're going to see it, but just the whole denim and a suit is yes it can be done but it's not the best look and most people <laughs> wear it wrong so just stay away from that my suggestion is swap that you know that dark denim out with some chinos and you're gonna be straight okay okay even a suggestion i like that i like that so what about those events where because my events i go to a lot it's like i'll be up on stage speaking and then right. i use the rest of the day to just talk to people in the hallway. Like I went to one event last year and man, I was walking around for maybe six hours just talking to people. <laughs> oh, oh my yeah. God, it was a lot. So, so what's the perfect kind of fit for that? It's more of a, it's kind of professional, but then it could also be casual. And I think that's where it's hard, where it's like, you gotta be professional, but then also relaxed and comfortable for the day. Right. And I always tell people um, like a third piece. So the, if it say you're in a business casual setting or like, you know, in Seattle where we have a very lax dress culture. So if you're in one of those cities or one of those industries, if you can know how to put together, you know, a casual outfit, um, people will notice, like, I'll give you an instance. I went to a networking event and all I had on was I had some red plaid pants, a button up no tie and a brown cardigan. Now this was not in a room full of fashion heads. Everybody was in like finance, marketing, different facets of business. Um, and I actually, like I'm an extrovert, but I didn't talk to anybody or introduce myself. Everybody came up to me off the strength of what I was wearing. Wow. Wow. Hmm. That's interesting. And I think, that, that goes back to what you said, how we judge people. I think because you were so relaxed in, in what you wore, people felt more comfortable just approaching you for a, a casual conversation. I do right. think that what you wore, how you dress, because when I, when I get the most conversations at events, I'm, I'm wearing like a T-shirt with like a simple jacket, you know, like a bomber jacket, something yes. super, super simple, and it works. It's right. it's a different kind of energy I get when I have on like the coat and I have on, um, you know, more of the <laughs> slack kind of setup. It's like people are like, yeah. wait, this guy might be too serious. So that's a good point. I like that. Yeah. And even um, I, I've had that happen, too. So I used to have a marketing position in downtown Seattle and I was meeting with law firms and, you know, medical professionals. Now, my dress culture actually comes from like DC. So I was coming in there three piece and <laughs> a tie. And for the city that I'm in, it made people uncomfortable because I gave off the salesman vibe, which really I was just dressed professionally. Like if I went anywhere else, people wouldn't think twice. But for where I was at, I realized I was like, okay, I'm intimidating people just because of my presence. And so I had to stop wearing ties because I was still going to be suited and looking good. 
Wow, that made that subtle difference. Man, that is so interesting how what you wear like that, even if it's still professional in one city, it might be a little overwhelming and too much in another city. I can say that um, when it comes to like uh, just even going out too, the way women dress in Seattle compared to the way women dress in LA is completely different. It's a different (laughs) world. You would think it's a different planet, man. It's crazy. Um, But I do think that's important. So for all the people listening, what's the first step if you want to improve your style so people will take you more seriously, Um, but then not going too far off the deep end, like you said, wearing a three-piece with the tie and all that? Like, (laughs) Hey, what's that first step to to improving your style? Honestly, the first step, is you could do this yourself like is doing like a closet edit just saying all right what's old in my closet like have i do i have anything that's new that fits and you might think something fits and it might actually be either too big (laughs) or too small (laughs) so everybody you know fit is king um so those are your two things kind of evaluate where you actually are stylistically uh and go find out what the pieces you need are and then just make sure everything fits Okay, okay, that's a good first step because I think after quarantine, a lot of people are going to have to reevaluate that closet, man. <laughs> yeah, 100%. That's what everybody's telling me that I've worked with. Like, oh man, like I'm going back to work or I'm starting to travel again uh, and things ain't fitting like they used to. So <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. All right. So um, another question I have for you, and this is more on a personal side what's really your goal with your fashion business like do you want to start a clothing line are you looking to you know work with certain types of celebrities you know or are you fine serving the people in the businesses you're serving right now mm. uh, uh, i mean several the funny thing is even though like i do personal styling and personal shopping that isn't actually like my main business um, so I work with a lot in social, it's like you see working with brands, uh, collaborations uh, and content creation. Um, and I'm also in the process of just creating online products in the lifestyle fashion space. And uh, I'll be starting actually a new business here just in the in the wedding industry, but I can't uh, Ooh, I'll... disclose that just yeah. yet. The wedding industry is, man, they make some good money. The photographers, the makeup artists, event planners. I already know. You ain't got to say no more than that. That's that's where the money at, for real. I love that for you, man. I love it. Um, So I I think one thing you should consider doing is launching a fashion podcast, you know, because there are not a lot of fashion shows. And there, I think that, while the visuals are important for like YouTube or whatever, I think right. the audio would still be useful um, just to hold a conversation around appearance and things like that. Like, I don't think it's talked about enough with entrepreneurs and business owners overall. Like people have kind of, I feel like we've transitioned in the last five, 10 years into just wearing mm-hmm. kind of whatever, but right. it's still certain situations where you need to know how to get right. You know, you right. have to know how to get right. I think that's really important, man. You could be a catalyst for that conversation, man. For sure. No, I definitely um, have thought about it. I think one, th- this is this has been my reasoning. It's like podcasting. I always felt like it's like, kind of like the YouTube, the new YouTube channel. Like everybody's got a podcast. Uh, and two, like fashion 
is highly visual. So like, that's why when you go on IG or when you go on YouTube, like those two mediums like pop out for fashion just because it is so visual. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. I, I always get a lot of pushback. I get a lot of pushback when I say that, but I'm just, I'm, I'm a podcast person. <laughs> I think everybody should have hey. one. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm, I see what you're doing. Trust. I read all the tweets. <laughs> I, I listen to the show. So I'm like, man, maybe I should, but that's always been me personally. I love it, man. I love it. So what advice would you give to the, well, first, do you, do you work with a lot of women? Um, I do. Um, just because like, that's how I was trained. Um, just, I just have like a passion for, you know, you know, menswear and so, but if a woman comes to me, I can definitely do a woman just as easy as I can do a guy. Oh, wow. That is super. So what is that like working with women? Have you ever had any women push back when you give them advice or insight? hundred percent. Um, (laughs) (laughs) see, and and this, uh, this actually happens more with, so a men's client versus a woman's client is most of the time a man, you can tell them the rules. You can go find something that like, looks good and any good stylist or personal shopper is going to push you a little bit. So they're going to post something that's out of your comfort zone and be mm. like, Hey, like, yes, you can do these things, but this is going to push you um, because you wear the same things all the time. Now, and with the woman client, you're going to do the exact same things but, and it can look fly, she can look amazing. Everybody will compliment her, but if she's just not comfortable in it or she doesn't see herself um, <laughs> in a way that is just, you know, positive for her own self, like she'll push back and there's nothing you can really do about it. So that's always been my frustration with, you know, working with women clients, because I'm like, you look good. You're going to get all the affirmation <laughs> that you want. Um, but, you know, <laughs> that's funny, man. That, it is what it is. The original question I wanted to ask you is, you know, um, is how do you work with women? But I see you do the same process, and it's just a bit more, uh, a bit more frustrating. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, th- there are things that men don't have to consider. Like they have a lot more curves than we do. Yeah, yeah, true, very mm. true. It's because also because as a man, I think it is easier for us just for us to dress compared to women because they have a lot more going on and they're more so judged on their appearance than we are you know right. I it's can a social put, currency exactly so I, I get it you know to a certain extent I understand why women would uh, have so much pushback so um, here what is your best piece of advice to that guy who's struggling to you know improve his appearance right now you know uh, he looked in his closet. He said, "All all this stuff is trash. I need to start from square yeah. one." Like, like, what's your piece of advice to that guy? Okay, so honestly, I would tell that guy one: either go once you decide that yo, I need help. Figure out what are you dressing for. Are you dressing for dating? Are you dressing for um, just workwear? Uh, an easy way. This is what I do. I. I love Pinterest, like low key. It's one of my favorite social medias. Um, create a Pinterest boards of just like favorite looks, or I guess if you like Instagram, like they have the save feature, just go save a bunch of like outfits that you kind of like. Um, go to, you know, go to a store, even if you don't have a personal shopper or know somebody. Like, hey, like, I like this kind of look. Is there anything in here 
would fit this. And they will, you know, most good store associates, like that's what their job is, is to help you find those type of things and start from there. Oh, I love that. I love it. great way to get started, man. I, I kind of like that. See, see, because what I did is when quarantine started, I saw um, I saw Nordstrom pop up like, oh, we're having a sale on everything. It was like 80 percent off. Just ridiculous. So yeah. um, I'll never forget it. I ordered four pairs of shoes <laughs> and I paid like the original price on some of these boots were like 350 and I got them for like 40 bucks. It was a come up yeah. for real. Um, hey. So that was kind of my personal shift, you know, is during quarantine, I kind of got lucky just catching those sales. So do you right. think it's as easy for guys to catch those sales as women? You know, you don't have to have you know a $500 outfit if that's not where you're at. Uh, and especially you're going to waste money, especially if you don't know what your personal style is. Because uh, it's going to evolve and, you know, your taste levels as you grow older. Um, but, uh, you know, invest in some quality pieces. Like, you're always going to need at least one suit. It's going to be tailored. I'm going to say that again. It's tailored. <laughs> uh, you know, a tie and a pocket <laughs> square. <laughs> um, hey, I'm, I ain't going to hold so you, man. Even, That's where I'm lacking. I got to get right on that, man. <laughs> I'm telling you, you see, these are the three people you need to have in your phone. You need to have, like, your accountant. You need to have, uh, you know, your lawyer. And then you got to have a tailor. Oh, man, I love that. Hey, Richard, you gave us some really good information on how to look good, man. I appreciate you for coming by the show. Let the people know where they can find you. Well, thank you once again just for letting me, you know, your platform for sure. Um, You can find me on Instagram. At Richard Mary or just everything I'm at about style.com, and you'll be able to find me on YouTube, IG, everywhere else that I am. All right, man. Thanks for being on. Hey, thank you very much. And, uh, you know, be stylish. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.